Raisin Man Arena. And we're coming on. We're on. We're pretty much on. I'm just going to kind of fade out this music. The song is longer somehow than I thought it would be. Welcome to Raisin Man. Welcome to Raisin Man. The song was four minutes and 45 seconds, but somehow it felt longer than that. It did feel longer. It felt like six minutes just went by. Time can expand, Mm -hmm. and it can also shrink. When you're in love, you know, it goes really fast, and when you're not, (laughs) it's true. Like us, it really goes very slow. Life is short. Life is long for a short time, and then it's short for a long time. That's right. That's something that we learned in an earlier episode. Yeah, in which all those episodes are on um, SoundCloud. They're on Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Did I felt the real urge to look at reviews this week, and I said, "Don't." I thought, "Don't look at them." Do you think that there are a bunch of reviews? I think that there. My guess is that there are six, <laughs> which is three more than last time I checked. Funny word, yeah, and that they're more likely to be bad than good because people are really motivated to give negative reviews yeah and even if there was even if there were like nine good ones and one bad one that would ruin one. my week so yeah. it does it's not worth it either way i still think about we have a bad review on apple podcast that we read about how it's clear from the show we talked about this before that the hosts are insecure and like what else did it say and that we care too much what people we care think. too much what people think yeah and i just i've spent a lot of time thinking about that that i'm like how much is too much to care what people think it's true when I was younger, I remember I was trying to make some point to my mom and I said, mom, you know, they always say, don't, um, you shouldn't care what other people think. And I was trying to say to my mom, but what people think is everything. And I kept, it kept That's sounding life. bad. Yeah. It kept sounding bad coming out of my mouth, but I was like, no, we live in a interconnected world. Like we're supposed to take cues from other people and connect with them, but totally. I couldn't quite explain it. That's a funny thing. I work in spirituality now. I don't think I've talked about <laughs> you the work in the You work in the spirituality <laughs> I'm space. I'm a guru. Yeah. <laughs> I have a hundred thousand um, people that depend on me to tell them what to do. Um, I work in spirituality and there's like people who are um, really into enlightenment and awakening. And they obviously describe the experience as like uh, piercing through kind of the veil of consciousness and personality towards just like not even an idea or a thought, just the fact of what it is to know that you are all things in the universe and that anything you experience as a person is just a mask. So you pierce you pierce through reality not to arrive at a thought, but rather to arrive at a fact. It's, just a fact. it's not like a feeling or something that you think about. Like enlightenment isn't like going around feeling amazing every day. It's just like a fact of like I am and I always know that I'm everything. That I'm so the fact the fact that there is to uncover is that we are everything that we are everything and that's a fact yes and it just becomes a fact in your brain and not just like something that you yeah you can think about or something but always certain and Will's on the show tonight everybody we got Will joining us what's up everybody? wait yeah is your but, mic is your mic on? wait say it again what's up everybody is are Mike, we hearing Will I think are so. we hearing Will I'm not on the show we're but, gonna delay that for a later time but he's but here I'm gonna sit in the frame and I will talk. When he's when, when he's sporadically, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're slowly kind of weaning. Can you weaning wean someone in? in? <laughs> we're weaning Will into the podcast. We're hearing Will sounds good. That's good. Benny. That's great. Well, what I was going to say about this awakening thing that Ram Dass though is a guru who says that okay, sure, we can realize the fact that we are nothing or that we're everything and that our personality, the way we feel about our individual self, is just sort of an illusion that's not that important. But we exist like this for a reason or we do exist that way so like the point is not to 
just become nothing and then live as nothing for the rest of your life. So he's like, he's like, okay, fine. fine. Level one, we're everything, but there's but a reason we have a body you're a and, and you're a guy. And that's yeah. simple. And so then what do you and do? And you have a crush that? and you should go on a date with that person and, and not huh. just, you know. So he's like. I haven't re- read a lot of Ram Dass. This is just something, this is a, a really condensed, mm. yeah. But that I think is a cool thing. Yeah. Um, and that relates to caring what other people think. I think it's, it's okay. Yeah, once you've realized that everything that every, we are all kind of one, it's okay to go back to level one. You've but it's level three, mm-hmm. so level one is it's important what other people think. Level two is no, we're all one thing. Level three, it's really important what yes. people think. <laughs> That's all there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, where so where are all the viewers tonight? I know what's going on. Is everybody having summer times? Making me feel like people don't think that it's worth listening to us or something. Yeah, yeah. So and I made sure to wait a little bit after I put the Twitter the link on Twitter. You've got seven unique viewers. We have seven yeah. unique viewers, and the attention. Even if we had just one person watching, it would be worth doing. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't share that view. That's not, that's not the tune Sarah was singing before the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Sarah. That's what you're saying. That you're pandering. The attention of just one person is so precious. It would be impossible to even say how much that's worth. It's worth everything. But the, it is the Oscars tonight. The Oscars really snuck up on me. I had I really did not know it was the Oscars until f- minutes ago. Yes. And I didn't have a chance to watch any of the movies, I don't think. Have you guys seen any of the Oscar me. movies? No. <laughs> I started to watch Nomad Land, but I didn't finish it. I wish that it they gave o- I, I wish that the that the that the movies that were nominated were King Kong versus Godzilla and The Empty Man. And the Soprano season three. Then you'd be ready to kind of say what you thought. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's funny. I was on Laura's podcast last week. Laura usually listens, but I bet that she's watching the Oscars right now. It seems like that's exactly what she'd be doing. Yes. And and she has a movie podcast. And um, as we were just doing the opening chit chat, we were talking about the Oscars and the Oscars coming up. And she was like, so which of the Oscar movies have you seen? And I was like, I'm not sure what any of the nominees are, but like read them to me. I'm sure I've seen some of them. I haven't seen a single one. I think even if we went through the list of like, yeah, best costumes, best hairdressing, I haven't seen any any of them, I don't think. And that made me feel like on the levels discourse, like when I was younger, I really cared about the Oscars. And then I decided like, oh, I don't want to care about this. Like, it's not cool to care. And now I don't care. But now I find it kind of uncool to not care to such a degree that you don't even know what any of the movies are. I mean, that's... Wait, I saw My Octopus Teacher. Is that nominated? Uh, Is that nominated? My see. Octopus Teacher. Let me see. I'm seeing. Wait, it's right there. <laughs> Titanic is when you look up Titanic. Oscar nominated Titanic. Wait, let me see. Fuck. Wait, where would it be? Did you see it? Did you say that because you yes, saw it? Yes. On the list. Yeah, yes. yeah, I saw it there. It probably is nominated. Go back. Go back. <laughs> what is it nominated for? Wait, where am I? Fuck. Best doc. Oh, I saw Crip Camp. Beautiful. Let me see. Crip Camp. Crip Camp about like a, a camp for uh, people with. Let's see. View by category. Actor in a reading. Leading. Oh, Sound of Metal. We saw Sound of Metal. I loved Sound of Metal. I love Sound of Metal. Yeah. And uh, what else is here? Mank? Did you guys see Mank? No. Did you guys see a movie called Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is that? that. Minari. Which Will was saying, Felipe, you were right. That movie does look like dog shit. That's what you were saying before the show started. Will said, you said that the trailer looks like dog shit. Indeed it is. No, what's funny about it is I didn't, the first time I heard of Minari was that Kyle, listener of the podcast, sent us all a link to like a sneak preview of it. And I was like, great, let's all watch this movie that Kyle sent us the link to. And you, and Felipe came on hard and was like, no, we're not watching that. And I made me think. It wasn't a good movie, and now everybody loves it. I just really, I really didn't it. vibe with the trailer. 
Yeah, the trailer looks bad. It looks like an American Dream kind of thing. But then I heard people say it's good, and it doesn't do and that. Touching and touching. I think the trailer probably plays into that. <laughs> what was that thing that we thought was funny about the trailer? It has that moment where characters are like, Whoa! yeah, they jump off a cliff into water, <laughs> yeah. and they are like, Woo-hoo! yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. I in, like that. In the second half of a trailer, when the music is starting to, it's like at first there's like hardship, but then the music starts to pump up, and the characters start realizing what's important in life. Yes. And then you have a moment where they finally like let go of their inhibitions and they jump down a thing and they're like yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the second third of the trailer that's so funny i like moments like that i like the where the wild things are trailer that's like that arcade fire like, ah, <laughs> ah, yeah <laughs> well i had my first kiss to the uh where the wild things are trailer. dvd menu <laughs> dvd <laughs> menu <laughs> A really special moment. It's a beautiful movie. It was yeah. a great movie, but I watched it thinking, okay, when am I going to kiss this person? Maybe I have to wait this hour and a half. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. What else is on here? All right. Yeah. What else we got? Sasha Baron Cohen for the trial of Chicago Seven. I'm I'm looking okay. in order. I haven't seen that. Did it, is World. Borat Two on there? Wait, let me see. I because I saw Sasha Baron Cohen in Borat. Yeah. Two. Let's see. Um, actress in a leading role. Let's see for like, let's see for movies as opposed to actors. Animations. Animation. Soul. You saw Soul? Saw what did Soul. you think? I heard it was Dees. Eh, I thought it was just okay. I, I don't know. I didn't really, um, totally get it. Like. What do you mean? The teacher seemed to be living life pretty reasonably. That he needed to be taught this lesson about like what's really important in life. It seemed unfair because he was like a guy who really cared about being a blues mu- musician, and he put everything into that, and it distracted him from like the rest of his life. But he was also like a school teacher, and I don't know. It's like come on, he was figuring it out. Why his life didn't seem that unbalanced. It didn't seem so. He, un- he wasn't yeah. evil or like neglecting yeah. his children or something. He's just kind of like a regular guy. It's not that. Craft. It's not right that the writers of Soul made him go to hell to learn a lesson, yes. right? Because that's what happens in the movie. He goes to hell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of the movies that's been nominated is a Shaun the Sheep movie, Ooh, Farmageddon. That sounds good. Did you know that the studio that makes Shaun the Sheep, which is like the original Boss and Gromit studio and everything, I think they're worker owned. Really? Yes, the like the owners, the the founders at some point were like, we're just kind of making it worker owned now. Wow, Will, come tell us about that. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Will loves workers. Yeah, we're getting them organized. He just will not <laughs> stop talking about workers. Yeah, there's a big hard on for workers. I love that. I love when I buy a, a, a milk product or something that's like the, the whole dairy farms owned by the workers and stuff i'm like how'd you guys figure that out that's really cool yeah was dr bronner's like worker owned or are they just really good to their workers well is dr bronner's worker owned? <laughs> i have no idea huh because they have because they seem they have that vibe they've got a they kind of loosey-goosey vibe that tells me they're worker owned yes and they don't have a boss to be like the design of this bottle is too many words. <laughs> yeah if yeah. you had one person at the helm they'd be like this is just too overwhelming but instead everybody gets to write their little idea <laughs> like, everyone gets their joke in <laughs> Cool. Let's see. Every Dr. Bronner's worker gets to write a paragraph on the bottle. Ha Correct. Yeah, yes. That's what we're saying. That's yeah. sort of the, the, the bulk <laughs> of the idea. beer is worker owned. Awesome. Nice. If there's something in the chat that's worker owned, name it. Um, okay. Judas and the Black Messiah for cinematography. I didn't see it, but I was curious. Mank. What the he- What the hell? Mank. Why did they make Mank? Why did they make that damn movie? Who was that for? 
Go to documentaries, unless you wanted to do a let's whole... See, yeah, let's go to documentaries. Because that, that's what I like. But I'm going to come back to other stuff. Okay, documentary. Do you recognize... So this collective... Collective. No, Crip Camp, The Mole it. Agent, and My Octopus Teacher. What the hell's My Octopus Teacher? Well, that we was, a chance. That one was super viral. You haven't heard about it? No, I never, literally never heard of that. Oh, Will's washing dishes, so... Do I not? I guess I don't know about anything. And I, I don't like that. I, I don't like suddenly being someone who doesn't know about stuff. It doesn't feel empowering. My octopus teacher is about a guy who is a naturalist and he stops making nature documentaries because he feels like alienated from it. And he starts diving in this kelp forest near his house and he meets one octopus and they form a connection. And it's all this real footage of him interacting with this octopus and like it gets hurt at one point and he doesn't know if he should intervene. Wow. And he's like avoiding his, he's always talking about like how his wife, he's like never home. and. It uh, it's really good. And then I read a, a review of it though that was like, it made all these interesting comparisons to like the octopus throughout history and how we regard the octopus as this kind of strange intelligence. And there's great side by side frames of like frames from the movie and those Japanese paintings of like an octopus fucking a woman. Oh yes, mm. from like the 17th century. Yeah, um, she's getting her wow. pussy. And so they're yeah, suggesting yeah. that. That was that's real. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that the octopus persists as this kind of strange. She makes the point that it's a kind of queer intelligence that we like. That's a, the sort of male scientific objectivity can't handle. Whoa, damn! It was pretty cool. Wow. The octopus is queer. Yeah, and wow. he made that movie even after he was like, "Oh, I'm not making any more nature." I know movies. it sounds like he, he was, wasn't that yeah, alienated yeah. from them. <laughs> yeah, huh? It's beautiful. We're asking for a play the trailer. For the octopus teacher? For the octopus teacher. Let's give it a... No, yeah, let's, sure, let's why watch not? It. Let's why, watch it. Why not? Let's see. Octopus teacher. I just sometimes don't like to play trailers on the thing because it's hard to get the sound on... Um... Seth says that's fine. It's just an idea. Well, I'd like to see the trailer. I think yeah, it's a good sure, idea. Yeah, sure. Why not? So... Let's put it... I'll pump it up so that the... I remember the day oh, when it all started. Oh. Seeing this really strange... Oh my god. I love this. I would watch this, Sarah, after after we could watch it again. You'd watch it again. The strange Absolutely. thing is, as you get closer to them, you realize that you're very similar in a lot of ways. Uh, how do you know he's, how do you know the octopus is smart? It's just kinda of like slaying there. <laughs> well, in that first shot, it's using shells to cover itself up like armor. It like mm-hmm. uses tools and stuff. Hmm. Like how you use like a little hat and a or jacket. like it's a, true. Adobe, it's like a jacket. Like how you use yeah. Adobe? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's I like the Adobe. way I use Adobe Audition yeah. to record the podcast. It's a hard thing to explain, but sometimes you just get a feeling, and you know there's something to this creature that's very unusual. It's grabbing him with its tentacle, touching its hand. That's just too beautiful. In a curious way. Yeah, he's touching it. And the only way I knew to do it was to be in this ocean with her. And then I had this crazy idea. To have sex with the octopus, (laughs) right? That would be funny. (laughs) Wow. But you realize that there's a line that can't be crossed. Now they're like really hanging out. The octopus is setting boundary. Oh, fuck. It's getting caught by a shark. <gasps> Holy crap. And he's getting out of the water. He's like, I'm calling it in. Vulnerability. Worried about your family or child. I hadn't been a person that 
was overly sentimental towards animals before. Wow, he's a I nature documentary. I was changing. It's not My relationship with people. What'd you say, Sarah? He wasn't sentimental towards animals, even as he was making documentaries about them. That kind of surprises me. What she taught me was to feel that you part of this place, not a visitor. Wow. The wow. octopus is way smaller. I thought octopuses were huge, but this one's like toy-sized. That's funny. I always, if I'm in the ocean, I feel like a visitor. I do not feel like I'm home if I'm in the ocean. Really? Yes. Have you ever scuba dived? I've snorkeled. Um, sure. And I just, I really feel like I'm just watching. I don't feel like I'm part of it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah. One time I scuba dived and they had put... um. A, f- a metal cross under the water and it was designed for the scuba divers to find and to have a kind of like strange moment with. That's weird. Oh. It's, very, it's very tacky. <laughs> but I did feel, huh, I'm kind of home, you know, I recognize this. Yeah. This metal cross. Sometimes they put Christ. cars, they put cars out in the ocean so that the scuba divers can find them. So that we were like, oh, yes, we have cars I up on the shore cars, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's supposed to there. kind of, it's supposed to kind of suggest like a kind of post-apocalyptic like, Wow, this is incredible, a car in the water. Yeah. Do you believe in Atlantis? Um, <laughs> no. But sure, yeah. Let's see if it's funnier for me to believe in it. <laughs> um, yeah. I believe in it. Yeah. What? Uh, it's a, like a city that was used to be underwater. Wait, is the idea that it used... I thought the idea was that it sank underwater. Will? I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the That's chat great. knows. See, Will says he's not sure. I thought they just put it on. They had it underwater. Here's a thread of the movie that was the subject of discourse for a day when it came out. Thank you, Seth. We'll have to save that link. Yeah. And then we'll have to watch the movie. That's what I was talking about. I already talked about that, Seth. That, it's, that the <laughs> octopus is gay. That's the discourse. Yeah. Well, let's keep no, looking through these sense. damn movies. Yeah, man. Let's see. Did Tiger King? That's not a movie, I guess. Um... No, you're right. It isn't a movie. The Oscars <laughs> should. Why don't they do? I guess that's okay, the Emmys. TV. TV and movies are the same thing now. It's so true. I don't understand why they even bother with these distinctions. Let's see. Documentary short subject. Nobody sees the short subjects unless you're like a real aficionado. Film editing. Okay, The Father. This is what Laura told me. That's the only one we're seeing. And believe it or not, you know, I'm a huge Yorgos Lan... No, but this is not... that's not. That's Yorgos Lamprinos. Wow, he's really jacking Yorgos Lanthimos' swag. Yeah, with that name. By having that name. That's psycho. Huh. You should change your name, Yorgos. Do you think Yorgos is just like Even Yorgos, Kevin out there? You're gonna be in, in cinema. You're gonna also be named Yorgos. And Yorgos La Eos, you know, <laughs> Lanthimos Lamprimos. It's yeah. like get a different set of vowels. Absolutely. The story that name is telling is the same story. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Santa metal, you guys. I'm like. curious if the father is similar, like where the characters speak in a clipped kind of surreal way, and that there's and like moments of horrible violence. Exactly talking the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that element. I feel like I do that in my stand-up, but they don't, they all, everyone, all the characters I do talk exactly like me. Um, have you, oh, I had this funny, I had this funny, like, reflection how, I've always said that Will, when he tells stories, like, the people that populate his world are the same kind of, like, corny people. Like, Will is always telling stories about, like, his workplaces and people are, like, making these corny jokes. And I'm like, wow, your world is populated by the exact, like, you just, like, attract them. On this one frequency of corniness? Yes. (laughs) But then I was with Ian, and he was telling me about something that happened to his work, and the care, and the sort of, he told the story, and the people in the story 
said a thing that sounded like a thing in a script he would write. They like huh. they, they said this like weird surreal thing, and I was huh. like, wow. When when people tell stories, they describe things in their style and mm. like render the world that they through see. their worldview. Yeah, and they see that. Yeah. That's interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I wish you'd give me an example of the kind of corny person that Will encounters, but uh, he's not really on the show tonight, so I don't think he can do it. If you think of a good example, Will. Yeah. That's one of my greatest weaknesses is I can't call up. Specific? Like, if you gave me a general category of a thing I talk about, and then I had to call up a specific, I couldn't. You couldn't think of a specific example of a corny thing someone said at work? Something like, maybe someone saying, oh my God, all the Joshes are fighting to see who's the best Josh. (laughs) That's something that happened on Twitter today. If it comes to you, we can interrupt the show. I'm reading about octopus. Do you want to hear something crazy? Yes. The biggest octopus, which is the giant Pacific, it has an arm span of more than six meters and it weighs 100 pounds. It can fit through an opening that's an inch wide. No. No way. It's an inch. Here's what else. Each of its little suckers can lift 30 pounds. No. Isn't that fucking No. This is why we're so afraid of them. They're, wow. they're such a yeah. capacity. It can lift me up with four suckers. And then, and then sneak through an inch wide <laughs> hole. Wow. And, and then they, and it, could, it could eat pussy like no one yeah, else. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I could, uh, with 30 pounds of pressure on your <laughs> clit. <laughs> <laughs> it lifts Crazy. you by the clit. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. Nasty. That's funny. The thing about not being able to think of things for a specific category reminds me of when I was 24, for some reason, I kept going around and asking people, as a small talk question like is there anything that you think of that you know to be true today that you believe will always be true to you and no one could ever answer it because it's like a category too specific specific, and it doesn't um like it's like when you do a find word search on a document like that those terms don't pull anything out it's just like you need to put quotation marks in between them All right, I'm back. And did you back see Promising Young Woman? I didn't. I, that was one of the last trailers I saw in the movie theater before the pandemic, and I thought, what the fuck? Why'd they fucking make this stupid ass? This sucks. Um, but I know some people liked it. So Really? You saw, saw, Well, Laura, actually, I thought Laura was going to skewer it in her Letterboxd review, and actually she said it was it had good things going for it. Hmm. Yeah. You know, it's a complicated one that I'm like hesitant to talk about because I know it's a big thing for survivors of sexual violence that some people really don't like it but then some people do feel like it resonates with their experience or means something to them um so I respect that but like as a concept I was I had a big like who is this for energy watching the trailer I was like did a man write this movie like I don't know there's something about it I was like this doesn't speak to any experience that I've had and it doesn't feel meaningful and I'm not interested um yeah I won't. Uh, I won't say. I won't. My voice will not be welcome. In, in, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't my, hear your stupid fucking voice <laughs> <laughs> talking about. Um, yeah, let's just say I didn't see it. Trial of the Chicago Seven, international feature film, and see if I recognize any of these. Um, nope, don't recognize any of these. Makeup and hairstyle. I don't. That's hillbilly elegy. Well, because they made they made Amy Adams look. You know, they kind of kinked her hair out and made yeah. her look like an Appalachian. Yeah, they shouldn't have done that. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I thought that was a TV show. Really? Yeah. Well, because it was on Netflix. It was on Netflix. Hmm. Tricky. It's getting really tricky to tell what's a TV show, and what's a movie. It's true. That could be like a game show sketch on Saturday Night Live. Oh my God! Is it a game <laughs> show or, a, or a, is it a TV show or a movie? <laughs> yeah, and Keenan Thompson can be the the host. host. That's a good. Yeah, yeah that would be really cool. Oh, speaking of, oh my God, yeah. Elon Musk is hosting the SNL. I'm excited Mama to see Mia, he has comic timing. When I never watch the episode. <laughs> yeah, me too. I will. We'll see. Can't I'll see a clip, out. and I'm gonna watch maybe. 
two seconds of yeah, it. Yeah, totally. That's so funny. I always try to get you to watch certain Saturday Night Live clips so I can make a comment about them and you've only ever watched four seconds of it and already just like rendered what you think about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just saying I'm not interested. Yeah. What was that one clip that we were talking about the other day? Oh, it was the one about um, the, the game show where it's like, why won't black people take the vaccine? Oh, yeah. And then yeah, people yeah. were very mad about it. Because it people were only watching half of it. Well, because people were like, oh, you're not pointing out like all the reasons that the, that uh, people in the black community would be skeptical of vaccine. And then some people were like, watch the whole sketch. Watch the whole sketch. At the end, they do say They yeah. literally do. Make it about oh, the did. Tuskegee. The Tuskegee experiments. experiments. One of the characters says Yeah, it. I didn't watch the whole sketch. Yeah. <laughs> no, me neither. And, you know, even when you do watch it and you see that moment, it doesn't, it still doesn't produce any... Any anima, any a- yeah, but it sort of cuts at the knees, like that level one Twitter critique that was being leveled at it, where it's like, no, but they did, they got that. So if you want to get this sketch, you got to hit it at level two. Yeah, like it. Yeah. Or you could say, hey, they said it, but it still wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. It yeah. wasn't enough. Or, or hey, it wasn't funny. Or it wasn't funny. And it wasn't. Funny. Or it wasn't for you. Or it wasn't it's true. Funny. It wasn't yeah. for you. Whatever. So, whatever. Yeah. Uh, let's see music best picture okay best picture now best picture this is, is this is where the Listen real up, folks, red meat this is. is the big one let's this is the one we wait this good for on. every year let's get it on the fucking screen the we're screen on the room. official oscars.org website on the raisin man oscar preview show oscar live stream oscar bracket live stream <laughs> um uh let's see do the mustache grow faster if you pull on it i don't know hmm. uh no Hmm. The answer is no. Best picture, the father. Okay. That's supposed to be the best. Okay. Are they talking about me? Are talking about Are you Don't. pulling on it? Absolutely. I pull on it all the time. It's yeah. a habit. Let me be. Who is this? Yeah. Nice. Somebody new in the chat. We'll, we'll ban you. We'll ban you, Polar Knights. Yeah. We, have, we will not. <laughs> We, we have not 11 other viewers, ban you. so don't think we won't. Yeah. <laughs> we just got 12. Welcome to the 12th viewer. You're watching Raisin Man Twitch stream. Please say your comments and also uh, get a get a tier one subscription because we have a little emoji. I'm just going to put it on, but it's of the little Raisin Man character. Oh, and then I put a few pop champs in there, but um, the Raisin Man character. And then we have ones of us. And good morning. Uh, Polar um, Knights, good morning. Where the hell are you? Where the hell are you? In Australia? Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi. Polar Nights is in Abu Dhabi. Cool. Can we oh, give a quick cool. shout out to Ben, who listens to the podcast on Monday mornings? Hey, Ben. And he said he wishes he could get a shout out because yeah. he listens all the ben. time, but he's not in the chat. Ben listens all the time, he's not in the chat, and just recently finally recommended an episode to his brother, I think. Ben, oh, brother? Really? Wait, you recommended ben, you an episode of. He loves the show, but he's not known, like, what is the one episode I should tell my brother to watch to be like. And which one did he recommend? One of the last. Five. I don't nice. remember which, and it may, yeah. Ben, let me know if there's if what I said is wrong. Polar Nights is in a North Norway on a small island, four hours of the mainland. Wow, interesting. And your English is quite good. That's a lie. Interesting. You think that's a lie? That's a lie. I believe it because their name is Polar Nights, which is something so they know. About you, it. you think your name was your thing be like Brooklyn? Yeah, Brooklyn Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn yep. born and raised. <laughs> Beds die, do or die. That, that is what Let's it would die, be. Let's die, do or die. That's yeah. cool. That's why I name the venue. <laughs> um, that's cool. Yeah, no, I believe it. You know, people people, people jump why on. Why would I lie? Why would why I would lie? You lie? Yeah. Wait, come on. We don't even know you. Yeah. You come on and lie. It doesn't make sense. No, no, I believe you. People jump on the Twitch for random reasons. Well, welcome to Raisin Manorino. We are a couple of friends who... Um, who love we, to tell stories. Love to tell stories. Like, we yeah. do... Um, and we're doing an Oscar. We're talking about the Oscars. We're talking about the Oscars. Which in the United States, it's the the awards they give out to the movies. Yes. So it's an important award show. 
<laughs> I don't know if you ever heard about this. About Hollywood, the the film industry in America is very important over here. We take it very, very seriously. Take it very seriously. And when we export it to the whole rest of the world and try to get them under our sort of sway. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, that's how we export culture yeah. and sort of do a cultural imperialism. Okay, let's see. Judas and the Black Messiah. Didn't see it, but would like but to. But we want to see it because Ike is in that. That's right. I know it, it is. I know it is a big deal in the states. While Polar Nights is is, is cutting it. cutting right yeah. to the center. <laughs> um, Mank. Why is Mank? What is even Mank? I don't even. I'm just about mad. Citizen Kane. I'm just mad about this damn movie. Minari, or as they say on on NPR, they pronounce it Minari. Oh really? Yes. We had a we had a teacher in high school who instead of saying tsunami, she would say tsunami. <laughs> Interesting. You know Interesting. Well, there must be something to that. Let's see. Nomadland. Nomadland. Give it up. Give it yeah, up. give it up to <laughs> Nomadland. I haven't seen that either. I haven't seen any of these. Promising <laughs> young woman. Oh my God! These are the SJWs. They're this yeah, is a, they're just giving. The they're just throwing awards. a bone to the SJWs. Yeah. God damn it. And then Sound of Metal. That's what I guess you're wanting to take it home. Judas and the Black Messiah was a good movie, says Polar Knights. Yeah, no, I don't doubt it. Mank is good Alex stuff. Alex drawing a line <laughs> yeah. on Mank. <laughs> no, dude, Mank is boo-boo. Yeah. Mank is trash. I don't even know. Alex likes old, boring movies. So. <laughs> I haven't seen he it, and I Mank. don't intend to, dude. It probably sucks. Dude, because, like... Cause, <laughs> Mank's name out of your mouth, believe <laughs> <it>. <laughs> No, dude. Citizen Kane is an absolute IMDb dude bro movie. Yeah. And, Mank, and Mank can only reproduce the toxicity of totally. Citizen Kane. I really don't even know what it means when someone says, like, Citizen Kane's the greatest movie of all time. Yeah, like, on mean, what metric is that true if it's boring and I, no one likes it? No, it sucks. <laughs> it probably <laughs> sucks ass. What are we talking about? We talk about best movie of all time. You're, they're talking about clout. I want you to know that. I'm smart. I'm going to say this stupid-ass movie. It's something too boring so that yeah. it's prohibitive for other people to even access it. Yeah. yeah. Disgusting. Trial of the Chicago 7. I heard that uh, that was corny because it was written by um, Aaron Sorkin. Hmm. Should have been a podcast. Uh, why? What legal about? drama. You know, people like a, yeah. a 10 episode legal drama. Yeah. You guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> 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 should we de platform? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alex likes his old movies. I don't like old, um. old movies, alienate me. They make me think that people in the past, the olden times, people don't understand anything about the way we live now. It's true. I feel I feel alienated when I watch old movies, and I think you don't. We have see, we don't understand anything about each other. When I see art from the past, I think, wow, I have nothing in common have with these people. Nothing in common. Men and women aren't allowed to talk to each other unless yeah. they get married. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. And all you're allowed to do is worry about work. Um, yeah. Apparently, it turns out all of the real leftist characters into West Wing style centrists. Huh. Hmm. Well, that's sort of fascinating. <laughs> um, has he been participating, or is it just aesthetics? What's um, what's Pedro? Ah, uh, he wants about? to know about Will. Oh. Will being here. What's up, Pedro? I've been participating. Yeah, a little bit. He's been he's been dropping. We're we were just. But I'm still reading about Octopus, which is something we talked about earlier. In the yeah. Show. What what new information do you have about Octopus? Um. Well, the it's interesting they. They're sort of a parallel evolutionary tract. And that's <gasps> what's striking about them is we have a really long, long ago ancestor. No. And we often separate. There's like monkeys and humans and we're sort of more connected. But octopus are really, really distantly related to us millions of years ago. But they've sort of parallel parallelly evolved to a kind of cognition. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Have you heard about this thing about how crabs keep evolving? No. There's this thing called like... <laughs> 
<laughs> they keep evolving in there and you're trying to get in your house. <laughs> it's called like crab. It's called like crab. Uh, crab crab crabophobia yeah. or something or not that's not it but something like that and it's that basically crabs like a crab form carcinization has, carcinization yeah. I have heard of that yeah uh, I thought that was the tendency of all beings to move towards being more like crabs yeah <laughs> yeah like we're all evolving into I crabs. sometimes feel tendency that way. of all creatures to get crabs that's right that's right yeah I sometimes feel like I kind of want to be more crab like. But is all creatures evolve towards crabs separately and different? For some reason, the crab shape is sort of optimal in some way, and so they keep evolving into crabs. That's so distressing to me to imagine getting crabified. Like such an unlovable little creature. It's true. It's, it's like Franz Kafka's metamorphosis. Yes. You wake up and you're a crab. Yeah. And you can't hold anything. You can only pinch and kind of scuttle around. Do you think that like if you're if you're like some sort of mammal or marmot or some sort of tadpole, you're like, I want the best. I want my children to have opportunities I didn't get. I don't want them to evolve into a crab. And then their and then their grandkids are born. You're like, fuck, they're crabs again. We went back to crabs. Yes. <laughs> I also want to say this that human beings share half of their genetic makeup with mushrooms no yes no way and we're different we're so different yeah. than mushrooms we no you're not felipe no we're not. so different there's no, i can name not. like five differences i think it's cool because mushrooms are magic and they possess like incredible powerful qualities yeah. and we also each of us has magic in us that's true yeah, so yeah. it's kind of cool i guess it's not so bad. and i know about that because I'm, i work in spirituality yeah i guess it's not so bad to be like mushrooms so what other short film? I don't care about that short film, man. So many, you know when those. You don't care about short films? That's all anybody we know makes. <laughs> That's true, but did any did anything? Did Alex get a nom or anything? Oh yeah, really maybe know? let's see. <laughs> and if any anyone from the comedy, the uh, Brooklyn comedy, comedy scene, Tynan, Feeling Graham, Elvira Land. I've never. Does she do stand up? <laughs> she, did she ever do stand up at a no. present to distant strangers? You know when? You know when the? You know when like this like second tier losers get Oscars? And it's like for sound design, and they're like, "Yeah, thank you so much." They're from like some <laughs> European country, and you're like, "You're just a fucking loser." Yeah, but I think it's fun for them because what they do doesn't matter, but they get to be yeah, that's true. With Brad Pitt, and he has to like listen to what they have to say. Yes, <laughs> yeah. If I was one of those guys, I'd be, I'd be like, "Brad Pitt, I'm talking to you." <laughs> I finally get to talk to Brad Pitt. Listen, I, this is all. I'm thanking my mom. Yeah. Um. Will, do you think you're gonna not sit there for the rest of the night? Yeah. Then let's so move, let's, let's move the camera. It. I can I can do it. I can do it. Just uh, vamp. And I will just vamp. Folks, the pandemic <laughs> the pandemic is ending, and um, I'm feeling like what I thought. It's overwhelming. It's like Six Flags party every day here in New York. Um, Not to be that guy, says Alex. What is he saying? What are you about to say? What are you about to be? All the Oscar shorts generally are kind of trash. That's the kind of guy that Alex is being. Uh, Okay, Alex didn't get the nom for his short this year. (laughs) He's coming for that whole category. Talk to the judges, man. It's not the other competitors. Do you think that Oscar shorts always have like... I was thinking about the Oscar shorts I remember seeing in like a little theater in my town once and they were all like, they all had like a gag at the end. They were very like gag focused. They had a little turn that was like, that was clever. And I was thinking about how that's a bad way to make a short film. Hmm. That's funny. That's true. Yeah, short films are like one big joke. 
in them, and I think that that's really corny. I don't like that. Yeah, I remember there was one about like a little altar boy in Ireland, and then the uh, he likes soccer the whole movie, and then at the end he like soccer punts the um, I don't know some some religious relic. And then at the end, all the, the it, it ends with a slow motion, like he's going to kick it. And you're like, oh, that's funny, because the whole movie, he's loved soccer. And the priest is like, no. And everyone in the pews is like, no. That's funny. And that's the final twist. Yeah, that's pretty spot on, says Alex. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to make a short film that has a little joke at the end. That's not. So sound. I mean, it's got to go to Sound of Metal, right? Oh, yes. Absolutely. It should go to Sound of Metal for sound. Yes. Um, I don't care about the other ones. Writing. Writing. Let's see. Borat got the nom. For yes. adapted screenplay. Oh, very cool. Okay, great. Very nice. For for original screenplay, Judas and the Black Messiah, Minari, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal. I just wanted to win all of it because it's the one I saw and I liked it. But I'm writing hard for it. All these other movies look like trash, honestly. Polar Nights, I saw you gave us a tier one subscription thing. Oh, thank that you for the tier so one. Much. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. Yeah, I'm so sorry, but I, we're just not like, we're not good at the sort of Twitch, at the Twitch etiquette, but thank you so much. And Polar we have a Nights. third host who's usually here and he's in charge of kind of hyping up when we get new subs. So. Yeah. When I'm, we get him back next week, we'll make sure to kind of give more to that. <clears throat> um. Well, that's the Oscar, so best of luck to all the players and um, it's going to be a great year for movies. COVID is ending soon. Uh, the film industry is going to be back in full force and theaters are back, everybody. Well, you know what's we've been saying in the news is that people don't care about the Oscars anymore, especially they don't care this year. No one wants to watch them because they're not happening live That's in true. person. And I think people's minds are elsewhere if they're just not invested in the Oscars. And it's funny because like, if people don't give a fuck about who wins the Oscars, then... <laughs> it doesn't really matter. So. No, fr- from now on, the place that the Oscars used to occupy in culture are going to be occupied by the Twitchies. Going to be occupied by the people on Twitch, giving their little comments. Yeah. And we think that the best movie of the year was Ready Player One. Ready. <laughs> 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 that, that's that was right. going to be I most enjoy watching this year. So we're gonna give they should do Oscars, Oscars of the movies we saw this year. <laughs> do Ready Player One. <laughs> Steven Spielberg. What Congratulations. What a magician with I the camera. The yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I just thought it was... Fu- I don't know if I talked about this in an earlier episode, but I watched the Grammys, and they were just so sloppy. Like, they were done outside, and... They like all the all the musicians were like on tables and wearing masks, but also on top of the fact that they were done inside, they just looked like really thrown together last minute. That's so funny. I'm picturing them like a backyard comedy show. Totally. Yes, it <laughs> felt like a backyard. Like trying the amps like not really working. <laughs> yeah, like the train like, is really just loud. Yell, just yell. The amps not working. You can hold the mic if you want. That's what it yeah. felt like. And there was this one moment that it was funny that it didn't get memed because I just thought it was so funny where. Um, uh, Cardi B had just done a uh, WAP and oh. then she had finished uh, yeah. and she was still on stage in her costume and then um, Trevor Noah comes on <laughs> and he was like wow what a great performance you know I've always uh, dreamed of uh, being on stage with Cardi B and then and then you could tell that like the producers were like all right guys vamp because what happened was like usually at the end of that the camera sort of sweeps and it's like the 24th grammys we'll be right back but they didn't have that transition so it was just <laughs> trevor noah and cardi b on the stage in silence and trevor noah was like that was great wop 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 and he started kind of like doing a little dance and then cardi b started doing this dance move where she was like 
pop in her back a little bit and then they were still on stage and she started doing the robot and they were just kind of silently so doing these dances <laughs> for like a full 10 seconds so before funny. they cut to commercial so it was so funny <laughs> Yeah, you should have gotten that on Twitter. That would have gone viral if you clipped that. I know, but I just didn't have the energy or, or desire. Yeah, wherewithal, yeah. Of yeah. course, it's been a hard year. It's been a really hard year. COVID is not all bad for me. It is about it is about my mother-in-law stuck in a 14-day quarantine. Not hell yeah. 14 days of, but yeah, when the in-laws are stuck in quarantine and not in your house. That's when we can relax. Yeah, that's right. I don't have in-laws. <laughs> me neither i guess yeah because yeah. your sister's not married my brother's not married yeah those would be my in-laws right and i feel like in the past i've liked my partner's parents but maybe i just haven't spent enough time with them yeah i look forward to having more people in my family yeah it's gonna just be kind nice. of expanding and trying out some new stuff yeah so a different christmas with maybe they got no different games what if you had uh uh, Hanukkah or something, or you know, Passover. Yeah, that would really be cool. Yeah, that would yeah, be kind of cool. Because I don't get to celebrate that stuff, so we can get to expand that. And I always put on a Christmas play with my family, and there's not enough really? people who want to be in the play. Yeah. You. So what is it? What does it end up being? I didn't know that. It's like all these people I have to cajole into like. Sometimes they don't even want to stand up to read their parts. <laughs> <laughs> what are the plays about? Um, I will like get transcribed. I like to do the last scene from It's a Wonderful Life. That's really funny that you do that. It's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful scene. Or I like to do Charlie Brown Christmas. It's pretty short. Wow, um, wait. Which is funny. It I really, like I want to do that next Christmas. We should do it. Yeah. I mean, just with my family. Do it with your family. I, oh, I won't be there. Sure. But yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the script. <laughs> Maybe our friends should do it. I didn't yeah. know that. But it just comes down to like, I have one eight-year-old cousin who's really into it and everybody else is being dragged into being in the show and it just like the imbalance of the energy sucks and yeah that rocks really i always hard. dreamed about being the kind of family that like puts on plays or sings for each other or something we yeah really do it and my family's not that family either but i'm trying to make them do it so um uh so another thing that was in the news this week all of the joshes got together to fight to see who is the best josh oh my that god crazy. that was crazy somebody Holy tweeted crap. um uh, joe biden's america is like back to being a reddit nation yes which i thought yes. was kind of funny because i was like oh yeah that's right we became like a weird eight chan it's country. true. Now we're Reddit Nation. We're Elon Reddit Musk Nation. is hosting the SNL. <laughs> yeah. So funny. I just feel like there's something about doing that kind of thing. I wish that I thought it was cool because instead I feel like it's like, okay, it's kind of a funny concept. But then when you actually show up to do it and you have to pick the noodle up and hit the other Joshes with the pool noodle, you just are like, huh, I guess life isn't. Really, like, it isn't really something. going the way I w yeah, wanted it. <laughs> you can't really have a battle, or like I don't know. It's just uh, to me, uh, it's similar to like the idea of being a magician. Where you're like, if you really believe in and love magic, why would you want to be a magician? Because the magician is the one who sees that magic isn't real. Yeah, more than anybody. And so, like, to actually go, if you're someone who's into the idea of a Josh battle, to actually go to that battle and see how kind of pathetic and stupid it is. Totally. Really get me down. Yeah, it's the sort of thing where in order for the joke to happen, you have to go do the Josh battle. But then as soon as, but then as soon as you go through with it, it's like, well, none of us are really going to stop being named Josh after this. No one's going to get killed. No one's going <laughs> to actually get killed. It's yeah, and then a little boy has to win because right, everyone's going to let the boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really was like a joke that would have been funny when we were in middle school. Is there any more wine before you go wherever you're going? Where are you going? Uh, cool. Do you remember that I, I, I was on a Facebook group called um, 
this you're going to get a Facebook alert for this in six years, and it's just going to be a picture of Gandalf, and you'll be like, WTF? So I signed up for that for that event on Facebook, and then there was another one that said, um, everyone say mayonnaise at the same time. That was another Facebook event that cool. was made. That's right. That was a huge thing. Yes. I was trying to make the funniest version of like that kind of random energy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what it felt like to me. I was like, I thought we were done with this kind of like all the Josh's fighting a field or whatever. Yeah, it is on. When I when I saw The Dark Knight, when we were in high school, I saw it in Love the Joker, and I went home and on Facebook made a page for the Joker so that people could like the Joker because I liked the Joker so much. And then I searched it once so and saw funny. everyone was making pages of the Joker, but oh that was like a thing. God. You would just make a page for like That's a character and people Dude, would like it. Do you it. remember we like made a we made a page for Mao Zedong? Yeah, vaguely i don't remember it's i'm sure we did wow, but i don't remember it specifically because yeah. we loved that shirt that was like the communist party yeah, yeah, and it yeah. was like all these yeah. so we made one for mazidon that's cool yeah that rocks i miss i miss that time <sighs> i love this polarizing i love the usa after all you guys aired the best comedy show ever made that's thank probably you. how we talk <laughs> <laughs> thank you uh, thank you Feels like the worst sequel to when everyone wanted to Naruto run into Area 51. Fox News, it is called the Make Shit Up as the air show. It is so funny. I, <laughs> yeah, it is. A, it's a damn clown show over there, Polar Knights. It's funny. a damn clown show over at Fox right. News. It's funny how Fox Faux News, News is like this whole fucked up thing, but then they're also allowed to just sort of make normal TV shows that regular people watch. Yeah, like The Simpsons is on like Fox. The Simpsons is on Fox. Family Guy is on Fox. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, that's kind of the duality. You know, all art needs um, people who have bad views to give it the money. That's right. They need to, to yeah. have it that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um... What else is what else happened this week? You said that Joe Biden is is going to give the vaccine to the global south. Uh, Will told me that because he was <laughs> he was holding off. He was like, "No, the global south is not getting the vaccine." They, they didn't figure it out. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, come on, guys, like, yeah, figure it out. But I guess now he was like, "Never mind." Thank God. What a horrific, horrific thing to consider not doing it because of Pfizer needing to make more money off of their patent or whatever. It's uh, so. So is he making Pfizer like? I really have no. See, this he is what Will wouldn't against, like. Yeah. So we're not even supposed to talk about this because we don't know. Because we don't have <laughs> any idea what the news item is. We just is. know it's bad. You know, he's doing something bad. Um, the patent is supposed to be protected, and so that they can't like just start churning the vaccine out all over the world in whatever labs are capable of making it, unless they waive the United States waives the patent, and then any country can just start producing it. And yeah, bro, and wave it States, now, wave it, wave it. I just can't believe Pfizer wouldn't even just. I mean, I guess I can't believe it. You know, no comment. Obviously, it sucks. And uh, well, it fucks us up because if the rest of the world is, you know. They're creating new strains. Like the yes. sooner we just oh, that's de- destroy the. I was gonna say they're our friends, and we want to be in the post-pandemic with them. Oh, of course. I mean, you. I mean, uh, the, it's human lives number one. But even yeah. if you, even if you read it through the most self-interested lens, it's yes, like it yes, is your, yes, your best yes. interest for the whole world to be vaccinated because you don't want new strains to appear that are vaccine-resistant. Exactly. So it's like you have to put profit aside, and that's really the that's with climate change. It's like you got to put profit aside because it's gonna fuck you in the end. Yes. You know? Well, look at this. We just, we lost five years. Since oh, my God. We got to go back to the, talk about the first We got to talk about something yeah. lighthearted. Yeah. Um, man, Polar Nights is really, what's up, Polar Nights? You're just kind of home. Like, what are you up to? 
Are you yeah. seeing the Aurora Borealis? <laughs> <laughs> and have you ever seen it? I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. I mean, I've seen it on like um, screensavers and like wallpapers totally. to my iPhone and stuff like that. Video of it kind of waving. Yeah. I sometimes see videos and I'm like, there's no way cameras should be able to pick this up. For some reason, it seems impossible. And yet. And yet yeah, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah. Well, well I'm I, glad. I'm glad Joe did the right thing. Yes, I mean, Will said he did. I didn't hear that, so I'm surprised. I thought it was still like an ongoing question. Of I saw. Or not it was gonna happen. I saw it on Twitter trending. Uh, word. Yeah. Damn. That's good news. Let's see what else is on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was going to reflect. Please. Personally, on the fact that I was worried about COVID ending, that things are going to pop off, and suddenly I do feel like everybody wants to like make their short film again and like hang out for seven hours in the park every Saturday, and it's um, too much. Um, you just don't want to be hanging out so much. I don't know what the fuck I want to be doing because then I get home and I'm just bored as shit in my room. And I'm like, what did I want to be? I'm like hanging out with people and I'm like, this is too much. I don't want to externalize. I don't want to listen. And then I'm alone by myself doing nothing and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Sucks too. Yeah, I guess so you're kind of stuck in a double bind. You really, you really pooped out on friends, but I'm well, absolutely stuck in myself. You want to pour me some wine? Hell yeah. We're just hanging out. Pop open a bottle of wine and tell your friend to come on because we got way fewer viewers than we usually do. So we're going, we're doing off the tracks, going yeah. out of our lane. Yeah, I'm gonna, that's enough, that's uh-huh. enough, that's enough. I got to be careful with how much I drink because... Ten, yeah, tonight's wine is um, a sequil. It's from Marilena. What is Marilena? <laughs> Marilena. Sure. Canila Marilena. Yeah. Mm. Oh, of course, that is in the... In the deep jungles. In the United jungles. States, you have to be 21 to drink, believe it or not. Yeah. Pretty old. Yeah, but... But you can die for the country when you're... You can you can go to war, but you can't have a drink afterwards? Yeah. Can't buy cigarettes. Oh, my... Yeah. My, my own. I'm going to start saying that. <laughs> <laughs> my own. Right, cheers. Cheers. Yeah, I'm... Um, I'm... I don't know. I feel optimistic. That life's about to just get better and better, and it's not going to stop. Roaring 20s... We've got a roaring 20s. I don't think there's any like global crises that are in the horizon, it seems, from what I can tell. And, you know, I'm my life is only going to get better from here on out. Yes, I me, I think so, too. I've become obsessed with astrological readings and astrology, and I can't stop um, looking further and further into it. And... Um, the the stars look good for me. Really? So, what yeah. does the say? Just everything's going to be good, and then I'm going to get everything that I want. Really? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. What so do you, you want? What you say. What do you get? What, what is Sarah's plan for the summer? What is my plan for the summer? What is your goal? Like, my, okay, I I if I only do one thing. Is to um, be doing my own thing and living so well that I forget that I wanted to be dating and then I unexpectedly wow. fall in love. Wow, you just, said, you just said my damn plan. That's your plan? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we can both be accountable to each other. Yeah. But you really have to forget that you're trying to fall in love. Uh, but it's like when they tell you don't think about elephants and then you're mm-hmm. thinking about elephants. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I just find I have to find a hobby that's like really fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you just start yeah. playing your Spanish guitar in the park. Oh, man, people would love that. <laughs> people would love me. People would love that. Wow, we're hemorrhaging viewers. Well, it's Oscars night, so... I guess so. I guess that's what people are doing, watching the Oscars. I have no idea that our, that our viewers like to watch the Oscars. I'm seeing that Daniel 
that no that Riz Ahmed stepped in to fix his wife's hair on the Oscar red carpet. Oh my god! Wow! Wow! We gotta put that on. Wait, holy crap! We gotta put that on the screen. I he's he, and he was in Sound of Metal, and in fact, him being um yeah, put that on, get he, that on. Him being a man of color was did not figure very in a big way in Sound of Metal. Huh? In fact, you're like, oh, he's just kind of like a swarthy white guy, but it sounds wow. like he's. Wow, interesting. He's a brown it's, king. It's almost as if you know people can just be themselves and mm-hmm. yeah. But he characters. He stopped. Soon, Riz Ahmed. Wait, let's see. Soon, Riz Ahmed stepped in to fix his wife's hair. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, Elon Musk is going to host uh, Saturday Night Live, and it, it's funny. There was some like going off on Twitter about it where someone was like, oh no, the guy that I don't like is going to host the show that I never watch. And I saw that last night on Twitter and I was like, uh, Seth's not going to like this, but I'm going to like this tweet. Um, because Seth had it tweeted to say obvi- that it's evil for Elon Musk to host the show. And I was like, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's kind of like, but this tweet's kind of funny. Right. And then I saw Seth kind of went back can't clap back at that tweet. Really? What did yeah. Seth say? What did Seth, what did you say? No, it does matter, Seth, we love you. Seth says it does matter to perpetuate, like, pro-oligarch propaganda. Uh, sure. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Got I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll like that, that tweet, too. Him. So if I like all, every tweet, it sort of all balances out and the world stays exactly the way it is. I was bummed out when, um, when Elon Musk was on Rick and Morty because in spite of the fact that Rick and Morty has already gotten kind of dragged through the mud because yeah. its its fans are are nerds and lamos. I do really like the show and I want it to keep being good because I think it's actually yes. good. Yes. But then he, but then they had Elon Musk on as a character named Elon Tusk. And I thought, Horrible. this is not even Horrible. Are there funny. new episodes? Um, yeah, they're, they're about season. to come out with a new season. They're about to come out with a new season. Yeah, that sucks. That makes me think of how like what's so amazing about South Park is like, that they have that no they have sucked for, for so long. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> sucked for so long. They have no respect for anyone. That even like when celebrities ask to be on the show, they don't let them yes. be funny. Even a parody of themselves, they make them play. You know, some shitty, awful character on the show, or like they they just don't give a fuck. And it's towards everybody it doesn't matter if you're politically on the same side as them like fuck everybody and i think that that's a fun yeah but did you see in that in their latest uh, vaccine special they had at the end the the israelis are like the heroes the israelis come in with all the vaccines and they're like hot israeli soldiers that is a joke right um i mean i guess i guess we'd have to unpack whether it's like pro they do make them like they're hot they're hot israeli soldiers bringing the vaccine but but isn't it a joke because it's like that is Israel wouldn't. I don't know, but then Bibi Netanyahu like retweeted it like that's right. Uh, South Park knows that we are hot. Hmm. All right. Well, then I'm gonna have to go take another look. I'm gonna have to go rewatch every episode <laughs> of South Park. You <laughs> know, I've seen every episode except the one that you're talking about. I'm sorry that have ruined your heroes, <laughs> Matt and Trey. Yeah, I love Matt and Trey. Seth saying going back to the Elon Musk thing. I just think, well, you don't watch it, so why do you care? Is a stupid take. I don't watch Joe Rogan, but I still think it's bad when transphobes go on Joe Rogan. I don't go to a Berkeley, but I think it's bad when Nazis speak at Berkeley. That's right. That's right. But isn't there anything to the point that's like if we don't give a that we contribute to the fact that what happens on saturday night live matters by talking about it all the fucking time 
and that like you can undermine the ability of these shows to influence our culture by not giving a fuck about shows that are bad. That being said, like the New York Times, literally, if you go on the New York Times website and you go to their like entertainment and art section, and then you go to the TV section, they have a section of the newspaper that is just reporting on Saturday Night Live. Really? Yes, on the New York Times. In the website. New York Times. In the New York Times. That. Yeah. That is crazy. It's crazy. It just makes you think, like, come on, come on. This isn't, you cannot, this is not news to report on. This is just another media institution. Well, that's all. What a weird, insular little tornado of bullshit for the New York Times to be, like, reporting Saturday Night Live as news. Like, it sucks, so. Man, that stuff makes me feel really bad. When, like, you feel like, oh, news is about stupid bullshit like that (laughs) but i guess it's that's just that part of the newspaper because to me the new york times and saturday night live are almost the same thing it's just like a liberal uh i mean you know what i mean do i have to explain that like in my mind they hold almost the same space of like oh there's something there but it's mostly um just perpetuating certain status quo saturday night live Wow, what a, a show that has defined America for the last 60 years, right? Because it started in the 70s. It started 60 years ago, yeah. And it was a, and it was a, and it was a um, renegade outfit at the mm-hmm. beginning. They, they used to do this thing where they would pretend to be bumblebees at the hospital. Who did that? It was on the first episode. And they had Andy Kaufman on, and they had... Um, um, John Belushi. John Belushi. Did you see the one where he does little donuts? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that sketch? Mm-hmm. Little donuts, little donuts. Is that? Wait, are you joking? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's like running track and he's like little chocolate donuts. I couldn't even explain what but was it funny was about it. But it was changing America. America was never <laughs> the same after dude. It was. It was changing America. Yeah. And now it's just more of the same crap. It's more of the same Justin Bieber and the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I just can't. Song parody. Uh, and Seth's coming back at me. Uh... I think you have to make a, no, a positive case for no platforming. What do you, what does that mean? Well, that you can't simply say, I'm just not going to pay attention. You have to say, it shouldn't be this way. Hmm. But it's an attention economy. I've, I mean, I guess, I guess I understand in theory what you're saying, but the other way I feel is like SNL really is, does not, like it doesn't even figure in my imagination in such a big way. Like I don't even, I, I'm like, I don't really know anybody who watches it or maybe I'm wrong. My parents watch it. My dad will send me clips where he's like, oh, check it out. Like, this was a funny moment. But, yes. But I, I guess it just doesn't figure. I in see my it on ma- Twitter every single week. Like, I never miss seeing some clip of something that happened on Saturday Night Live on Twitter. You don't feel that way? I mean, maybe you follow away more people than me. I guess you're right. Do you think that the writers are like, oh, let's find the, like, the most annoying thing we can write? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to make <laughs> they people <do>. pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes we talk trash about SNL and I feel like, I'm like, that, this can't be good. Cause you're you're like, going to get in trouble? Well, I've like, oh, whatever, I'll be frank, but like I've met, you know, I've met with like people who work at Broadway Video or whatever. Uh, like sure, I've had sure, general sure. meetings with them and it's like, I don't know, should I delete these episodes? That's funny. I even wondered when I was like saying something about Israel, I was like, am I going to cut on the podcast and gonna say much stuff about Israel? Try to get, <laughs> try to get a job in Israel. <laughs> 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 Seth is also pointing out that uh, extremist groups are cultivated in private while no one's paying attention. Yes, I think all that's right, but I still think there's something to what I'm saying. I think that uh, all this stuff lives a second life in the the outrage internet economy that I don't know that it... um, I guess it it must bring attention to the idea of questioning these kinds of things to people who've never thought, oh, maybe Saturday Night Live sucks. Like, through talking about it on Twitter, people become aware of it. But I think it just... um, 
it takes on a whole another level of like attention and discussion that I it feels like just more of the same thing to me a little bit. I don't know. It's not something I fully thought, thought through what that opinion is, but yeah, I mean, I guess I, the way I do feel is like I I feel often like things that happen on Twitter or conversations that are had feel like sort of chewed gum to me. Like you know when you chew gum for a long time, it's like this doesn't have flavor, so I can't like really feel anything about it like that's how i feel about like little outrage cycles about mm-hmm. and to take saturday night life out true. of it but like if there'll be like an outrage cycle about some opinion that someone said and i'm like oh if i'm really serious with myself i just can't find any like truth in this like this feels like self self-feeding and so i find it whether or not i have an opinion about it i just can't i don't have an emotion about it i'm just like this I need to cut, I need to like exit this conversation because it doesn't feel like real life or like being mad about it feels like I just can't find it in myself to, to connect with it. Cause I yeah. see it so often and it feels so much like water in the same, like, what do you call it? Like water system. It's like, I need fresh water from the outside, whether that's like yeah. just engaging with something that feels real yes. outside of this like cyber world. Totally. Yeah, that's what I mean. And I also guess I think like, you know, um, there's like a little infographic that becomes popular during um, activist sort of moments where people are sharing this stuff on Instagram. And one of them is a, a wheel of all the different ways that you can be an activist. That's like, you don't just have to be someone that's like getting arrested and like beaten up by the police. You can also be someone who... It's good at listening to people talk about their feelings or something like that's that. That's right. Like, yeah. <laughs> we need we need more of them. <laughs> we need storytellers. <laughs> we need more storytellers. <laughs> we need storytellers. Yeah, community builders. Um, and uh, when I think of the Saturday Night Live thing, I think like, uh, well, there must be a room for people to get outraged and point out sort of the, all of the contradictions and what's evil about this, the internet. And then also, isn't there a role for people who don't give a fuck about this, who are talking about something else, and that is also contributing to the same of like. Fuck Saturday Night Live. Like, I am i don't give it any mental space. I don't think about it. That must be... There must be a, a role that's that. And if there is, then that's going to be the one that I do. Because it's not even a choice to... Like, I'm like, I'm not going to pay attention to that. I don't pay attention to it. I don't choose not to care about it. I don't care about it. I am, like, upset by it when I hear of certain things that, like, makes me angry. But I just can't. I can't. Damn. I wonder what jokes Elon Musk will do. I know. Like, what's his monologue going to be? I just, I, I mean, I know he is like an oligarch and everything, but I just find him so detestable, so yeah, corny, horrible, horrible, such a horrible, horrible, corny horrible. person with bad taste. Just, a f- and it's, he just has so much power. It yeah. just makes me mad. Do you like that better than being like a Jeff Bezos who we like don't even know what his personality is? <laughs> Both are bad. Both are bad. I mean, both. I, I guess at the end of it, it's like they're harming people. But I think Jeff Bezos probably harms more people than, than Elon Musk does. Mm, Elon yes. Musk is corny though And I, inter- I interface well, with him more he wants people to go to space <laughs> I mean Yeah And all of his rocket ships blow up And isn't it funny Like whoever Biden just appointed To be in charge of You know NASA Or space travel Was like Picked up the mantle of Trump Saying that he was going to send people To moon- the moon again soon And she says She's going to send people To the moon again soon And I'm like Why are we doing that? Why are we yeah, bothering who cares? with that? We need that money We don't We already no, know the moon We already saw it But you Done. know But you know Like people need A kind of like f- Technological frontier Like yeah. they need to feel Like the works But I just feel like It's not enough Like it's like We need a stronger drug Than going to the moon We've already been to the moon That's true We need to send We need to We need to send Shoot astronauts Into dead space And just have and fly as far as they can and never come back. 
Yeah. I think that that's, would be really cool. <laughs> just be like, let's see how far they can go before they fucking die. Yes. <laughs> just send them as far out as close to the sun as possible. Yes. Yes. That I would can see be people cool. getting off on that. I mean, that is like. People will be talking about that at the water cooler. If you talk about that at the bar, just get some like depressed guy in NASA who's like, ah, I'm just yeah. gonna kill myself anyway. It's just kind of, I'm down to kind of be in space for like three years, just yeah. flying. <laughs> Imagine that. And we're at, um, what's that bar that's in a former church? Um, it's like people's popular starts with an R. Rolla, Rockarola, is that what it's called? <laughs> it's not under St. Mark's, <laughs> is it? Um, no, I can't think of what I'm thinking of. I was just trying to name a certain bar that where we could watch on TV as they went further and further into space and kind of like be with strangers and have a good time. Wait, a bar that... You, where we could watch TV. Where we that watch would be space. the next frontier? No, oh, no, yes. Oh, you're screen. right. It's all about coming together with other people yeah. that you don't know. And yeah, you can just hang out at the sports. Carmelo's. Thank you, Highway Stranger. That's exactly... How did Carmelo's? you know? Carmelo's? Wait, what, what did I go to this week on my date? I, what bar did Felipe go to on his date? Roberta's. Okay, well, two Italian names. Yeah. I hope Ontario Bar still exists. That's a Canada-themed bar over by the brick, and I always thought it was. Fun. Why did they pick Ontario to represent Canada? Oh, is Ontario not in Canada? It is, but you know, it seems <laughs> kind of random. Why wouldn't they pick um, Toronto? I don't know. Or Quebec. I feel like Quebec, Quebec. has a kind of feeling to it. I don't know. I don't know, but it's kind of a special place. The only Canada theme bar in all of New York City. Julia says that you look pretty, Sarah. Thank you. I do think you look pretty. Thank you. I'm going back to the brown hair, so it's going to be more like this. Yeah, me too. Seth, I'm sorry. I think it's important to criticize Saturday Night Live. (laughs) (laughs) Come back in the chat. Come back to the chat. Come back, come back. why, why are we getting viewers now when we got 15 minutes left? Uh, Guys, you should have been in here b- at the beginning. The, the whole other thing that we just I, did. <laughs> 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 are you here for all the boring stuff? <laughs> no, I think it was nice. I'm just trying, you know what? It's like, I do feel sometimes I'm like, I just got to loosen the grip on what this what this show is. It's like, I got to just uh, chill out. And What try- were you trying to force it to be this episode? No, not even this episode, just the show. It's like, uh, I just want it to be funny and awesome, and I just think it should be chilling, uh, a good hang, that's all. Not even awesome. Yeah, not even awesome. Bar, you already wanted it to be such a nebulous, just to be funny and awesome. You know, you just, like, push so hard, and it's like, the more I push, the the less the, you know, the less I can move this. So it's like, just uh, just be happy with with what it is, rather than what it isn't. Totally. And so what I'm trying to say is, why weren't there more viewers today? Totally. And that's funny. You know, when we used to do, when we started out doing the show, I felt like you had such a clear idea of the way that you wanted it to be that the way I approached it was I have to try to figure out what Felipe wants me to say at any given moment and try to be that and then read your reaction to see if you're <laughs> And it, it was never did. working. And it was never working. And so then a few months ago, I was like, I think I can just do whatever I think is what I should do. Yeah. And I feel more like I think I need to be sort of truer to what my personality is rather than try to push it in some direction. Yeah. Yeah. Julia says, it sounds like Felipe's meds are working. That is correct. They're working. That is correct. Yeah, I heard from someone else that some one of my friends asked me what kind of meds you were on, and, and that person had actually taken those meds too and said that um, they're really intense and they make you really dizzy. They do make me dizzy. Yeah, but not like really dizzy. They make me dizzy for like 15 minutes. I get these like dizzy spells where like I kind of come in and out of like, you know when you're like lightheaded? They make me lightheaded for like like moments and then, but then it's okay. And then it's okay. 
yeah, I'm just a chilled out version of myself. I'm really the best version of myself, a kind of person that people would really want to hook up with or hit me up on Instagram or something like that. So that's kind just of the trying version. trying to be happy with what it is, yeah. not what it isn't. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not looking for anything this summer. No. Like, I just I'm, have not totally, I'm not expecting anything. Like yeah. Someone hit me up or anything. It like does that. bother <laughs> me to think the older that I get, now I'm firmly in the territory of like, 19th century um, woman pastor prime who stands little chance of ever getting married. A spinster? Yeah, 26 is how old I am, and that's too old. I don't think so. That's too old for 19th century. Luckily, I don't live in the 19th century. Yeah, in New York, you're a teen. New York, yeah, I'm teen. Yeah, I'm reorienting myself around. Um, I was talking to Alex earlier today, if he's still listening, about Saturn's return. Do you know what this is? It's an Bro, I've been thing. talking about Saturn returns. Yeah, I never heard you say what it. What the f- I've, I've been talking about it on the no. podcast like every other episode. No. I'm going through no. my Saturn returns. No. no. You, Are you joking? No, I am not joking. I have 100% brought this up joking. on here. I yes, joking. I'm going through my Saturn returns. It happens when you're 27, 28, and it's like this moment of everything is fucked up and feels awful. This is so crazy that you say this because here's the thing. So I, we, I was at an astrological reading this weekend. The astrologist brought up the concept of the Saturn return. And she's like, you must know what this is. And I was like, I've literally never I've been that talking phrase. about it nonstop because I'm having a shitty time. And I have said You're that depending it's depending on this, depending <laughs> on this concept <laughs> to give me a framework to understand my fucking life that I'm uh, unhappy well, it's with. It's funny because so you, you feel this way. I had never heard of it. And then I was talking to Alex. Alex was like, yeah, I'm always talking about Saturn returns. No, it's called Saturn returns. Julia, look it up. <laughs> Um, so Alex is also talking about Saturn Returns. You're always talking about Saturn Returns. And I was like, then do I have some kind of weird selective hearing because I'm not 27 or 28 that I just like... You're not paying attention. I'm not paying attention to Saturn Returns. I'm still in my chaos years. I don't... I'm not coming out of the cave yet to see yeah, the, the light. And, to see the shadows yeah, upon the wall. I just see the shadows. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been talking about Saturn Returns because it's like... Yeah, it is like a quarter-life crisis. Um, but really it's like... Okay, so... Uh, when you're like six years old or something, Saturn comes into a certain position in your life, and then like 19 years later, it comes back again to that position for the first time, and or something like that. It's something that happens like every 20 years, and uh, it's considered just like a big moment for learning something and having a breakthrough and like shifting in your life into a new phase of understanding. And it's supposed to be very like a rebirth kind of like you're gonna be a baby again soon. Right now you're like an old man. You're about to be a baby again. Oh, that would rock. I do feel like a damn old man. Yeah. You're going to be a sweet little baby. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a little baby. Yeah. Um, no, no, I've been I've been thinking about this concept a lot. In fact, uh, Julie and I were talking about it. Julie, why would it be called Saturn Return when the idea is that Saturn returns? Right. Grammatically, <laughs> it should be Saturn Return. Saturn is returning. Yeah, Saturn Return. Next Sunday is going to be the podcast Saturn Returns when Sam gets returns. Wait, I thought, Julia, you were past your Saturn return. You were giving me hope that by the time I reached where you're at, I would I'd be, be chilling past like it. how you are. Julia said to me, you know, she's like, well, you know, because the threshold between 27 and 28 is like sort of hard for people sometimes to, to cross. She goes, that's why there's a 27 club. All these actors who died at 27. And she told me, you know, Kurt Cobain, he died at 27. And, and so I was. Joplin. Yep. Yep. And um, River Phoenix. Perhaps River Phoenix. Not sure. Well. Unconfirmed. Um, <laughs> unconfirmed. Un- unconfirmed death to River Phoenix. <laughs> But I was interested in Kurt Cobain, so I watched the documentary called um, Montage of Heck or something like that. Have you seen it? No. It's pretty good. I bet I would like it. He was pretty troubled. But it's funny to me to think of those people as having like a a quarter-life crisis because I'm like, okay, so I'm Janis Joplin. I'm 27. I'm a huge music star. I make beautiful, moving music that's changed people's lives. I'd say I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) No, because because you're like, what's next? I've like, um, have I peaked? 
Yeah. It's too much excitement. I know, I'm being sort of intentionally reductive, but you know, it just seems that way when you're someone who's like, well, I'm about to be 27 and have accomplished nothing, so isn't that worse? <laughs> like, but I think in some ways it's better. Because you don't have any, ex- it's, your best days are ahead of you. But if you're Kurt Cobain, you release Nevermind and In Utero, your best days are behind you. Mm. He had a kid, and that kid's still out there. Right? Did the baby die? Hope not. Um, but what was I going to say about him? I want to see Gus Van Sant's last days. Has anyone seen that in the chat? Has anyone seen it in the chat? Has anyone seen the chat? Has anyone seen days? Gus Van Sant's last days? Because it's about Kurt Cobain and his last days. Yeah, I love those tapes that Kurt Cobain made that are like covers of other songs that are extremely like lo-fi. They're beautiful. I can't think of what they're called, but I should watch the documentary. What does Julia say? Some people go through their Saturn return when they are slightly older. Mine started last year. Yeah. You know what was interesting about the documentary that. Um, well, a couple of things. Kurt Cobain made these comics. He made he was pretty good at drawing, and he made these comics that were like super bloody and like macabre and violent. And he would write this poetry that was very violent. And I never thought of his music as that violent because um, I guess that grunge sound became so like the thing that he created became so mainstream that I thought of his music as like pretty like friendly hmm. and like radio friendly. But actually, you know, he wasn't like making like black metal or something like he wasn't making stuff that was like really abrasive. It was actually pretty melodic and like fun to listen to. And so I just think it's interesting to see that. And I was like, oh, in his like when he was making the stuff or like in his mind, it really was. And actually, you look at the lyrics and they're actually pretty like scary Hmm. and violent. Hmm. But some for some reason, the music has become kind of this like MTV sound. It's like 90s MTV sound. Yeah, that's no longer provocative or edgy, really. It's so... Yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy. (laughs) You know, song? No. Lithium. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It makes me think of, you know, snail mail. Like the, is that a band? No, I haven't heard of them. That's good. It's a band. This girl, I can't think of what her name is from Baltimore. And, um, she's like in high school and she had this album that's like extremely popular that came out and she became kind of like a, sort of like the kind of, band that would be featured on uh what's it called npr tiny desk concert sure kind of person and yeah. like yeah big following and um it was just crazy because the lyrics are so relatable and speak to like so much life experience but she's so young that i'm like what is it about being 16 and writing about love in a way that's like i just can't believe you would have experienced enough to have the insight to write this so like what are you drawing from an, an imagination of what life will be like or like, how do you do that when you're that young? Write something that's, like, relatable to people so much older than you. And speaking to a life experience that seems so far beyond. Is it simpler when you've experienced less? Mm. Write something like that than when you've experienced more? I don't know. Well, maybe she's just synthesized things she's read into. And actually, she's a good artist and not necessarily a person. Like, sometimes sometimes your art can be sort of wiser than you. Yeah, I think that's probably sometimes true. Sometimes your poems can tell you things you didn't know. I think that's probably true. Good answer. You know? I've always thought, oh, it's life experience does not equal the ability to speak knowledgeably about that life experience. Hmm. I think that's right. As much as I would like it to be sort of a one-to-one ratio, because when I find out people who write poems that I like are sort of emotionally abusive to people, but they write beautiful love poems, I'm like, I don't like that, and I don't want to reconcile it, and it just makes me feel angry, and I just want people who live well to also make art that's good, and then it to be simple. But as a society, we're obviously reckoning with that. Yeah. So. Yeah, precisely. That is precisely the theme. 
How can someone like Elon Musk, who makes such great such memes, ma- amazing cars, awesome cars <laughs> and great memes, bro? Yeah. It's so funny how the Elon Musk cars just burst into flames yeah. and just like melt. It's like no other car does that. No other, like, not only is he like one of the most uh, highly valued companies, but also his is the only one that makes a car that explodes into into a lithium fire that melts the car completely. Mm. That is such a funny, funny two things to have. Most valued, only one whose cars blow up like that. You have not heard of any other company that whose cars just combust. Hmm. No, I guess I haven't. No, you <laughs> haven't because his, his is the only one. It's almost poetic. Wow. It's so funny. People are like, check it out. My, my Tesla blew up. It's just this like melted thing. It would be cool if you had a Tesla, especially if like you and Will and Sam had shared one. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Well, if I move to LA, it's like I gotta have an electric car. And if you're gonna get a car, you gotta get a yeah electric car. Yeah. (laughs) But apparently, I saw this thing that was like all the other car companies are gonna lap Tesla. Hmm. Because you don't want to be the first one to make something. You want to be the the second company that takes that thing and then makes it slightly better. Yeah, they're like let's make let's make our cars not blow up and fire. My cousin works for Elon. And any news? And so what? Any and so, dirt? Any so tea? What say you? Yeah, about that. Spill the tea. Do you ever say that? No. My, <laughs> I never said that. My sister says she like really likes like drag race and stuff, and she uses a lot of drag lingo. And sometimes, I mean, for her, I think it feels natural because it's a thing she's like imbued in. But I'm like, it just feels sometimes I'm like put on or something. No, I'm just like, well, I would never use that word or say mm. something like that. But yeah, yeah I don't know shit because I know she listens. So no shade. Huh, that's that's kind of a lingo. no shade. If anybody thought anything that we were saying this episode was shade, no shade. No, Not even to you, Seth. <laughs> SNL sucks. And if and if someone from SNL is listening, SNL rocks. No shade. Yeah, Seth, I'll text you after the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Julie says that Elon Musk is hosting SNL. What? what? No way. Really? Wait, That's... I hadn't heard about this. Wait. He's not a comedian. He's not an actor. Wait, let's look this up. No way. On uh, on Twitter. No way. No way. Elon Musk? That can't be. That can't be. Elon, Elon Musk SNL? And then right beneath Elon Musk Doge. Huh. <laughs> what? Inspiring. Uh, oh, my God. No, there, holy shit! There it and it's is. oh, it's not one of these. It's not one of these because sometimes people do these the like uh, parody ones of yeah. the SNL corkboard with a. But it really does say Elon Musk. May eighth. Holy shit, Sarah, uh, Julia! <laughs> oh my god! And a rocket ship referencing the um, the Tesla. Robin Hood Tesla, like going to the moon. We're kidding, Julia. We were talking about this for an hour before you got <laughs> on. <laughs> Dumbass. Got you. <laughs> Yeah, you don't know. You weren't here. You don't know. We invited. We invited you to be on the podcast, Julia. She should have been on. (laughs) All we had to talk about was fun. It was fun. As we were warming up to the episode, all we had to talk about was the. It was. It was the only topic we had to talk about. (laughs) We didn't know about anything else. didn't even really have any commentary about Saturday Night Live. I feel like I got into like a fight with Seth. I didn't mean to be in. Seth, you're listening. I think what you do is so important. We love you, Seth. We love, we you, love Seth. you, Seth. Um, Highway Stranger mm. says, I thought Julia was being sarcastic. You would think. Yeah. But she was. Who is, who is Highway Stranger? I don't know. Who are you, Highway Stranger? Do we know you? What's frustrating is sometimes I think we figure out who certain people are and then we lose them we again. We forget. forget. Yeah, it just leaves us. Yeah. 
Ian Faria? Ian or Faria. Ian Lockwood. Or Ian Lockwood. Or I have a couple other friends named you Ian. You have some other Ians? Yeah. Ian Edlund. Oh, man. I feel like my dinner was not substantial enough and I'm, I'm so hungry. hungry. I was thinking we should get sushi after, but I bet sushi places are closed. Maybe. I like to have a dinner that fills me in. Ian Faria. Ian Faria. Oh, hey, yes. Will, your friend's on. There's watching. Ian, you're here. Ian. <laughs> Wait. Ian. Ian. I love Ian. Yeah, we love Ian. In this house, we love Ian. That's we right. believe science is real. Yeah. Wait, tell the joke that you told us last summer about Ian, remember? Wait, <laughs> which one? Sci- scientists. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scientists are calling him Ian, and he's our friend. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Well, let's start the episode again. Now we're kind of at the right energy. Yeah, level. now we're feeling good. Now we're kind of in a giggly mood. Damn, you know, it's always, it's always that it's life only makes sense at the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why you get the Saturn returns. Yeah. yeah. Childhood is wasted on the young. I always think about damn, that. Childhood damn. is wasted on the young. What damn. a paradox that it is because you don't understand the value of childhood that childhood is good. It, yes. You're right. You're exactly right. Right? Yes. Because if you could, even if you could... Savor every moment as a child, you'd be unchildlike. Because old people, when you're a kid, old people are always like, oh my God, you're so innocent, blah, blah. Like, you don't know what's so bad. And you're like, fuck off. I don't give a shit. Someone was mean to me today (laughs) (laughs) on the bus. You know all the dark (laughs) sexual shit I think about. (laughs) I don't understand anything. I'm so scared. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But But um, youth is a fugitive that thinks it's a hostage. Is that also from the poet? That's from that. that Youth is poem. a fugitive that thinks it's a hostage. Yes, that is correct. And life is long, long for a short time. For a brief time, brief for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is so damn true because I do really do feel like it's funny that people say life is short all the time. I'm like, it's the longest thing I ever did. It's da- yeah, it's true. Yeah. There's nothing you can't experience anything longer than Show life. Show me a song as long as my life. Show me a movie as long yeah. as my life. That's it. Yeah. Or um, a podcast as long as your life. What if you could make a podcast that was as long as life? <laughs> Ian says, what other Ian could I have been? Are you listening to this like on a 10 minute delay? Ian, we're not talking about you anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're done. But like I said, Ian Lockwood. Ian Lockwood. Ian Lockwood's a fan. Cool. Hell yeah. It was his birthday yeah. two days ago. Happy birthday, Ian. Happy birthday, Caroline. Happy birthday, Will. April really is the month of birthdays. Big which, birthday yeah. month. Yeah. Yeah. Which f's me up because like you gotta get gifts for everybody. We're just coming out of the winter. Yeah, it's a hard time. Yeah. And that's the show. That's kind of the show. Um. Live from New York. Live from New York. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Raisin Man Arena.